0: <laughs> yep hello everybody welcome to the frosty pints podcast i'm your host dr niggle and joining me is uh masami omega construct and the Leatness, and we uh Boop. we're gonna have Gobi in here but he he's uh he came on so that he could quit discord and he's deliberately ignoring us and we all know it
1: <laughs> we I'm saw the middle though. finger
2: I'm very sad we saw it oh, yeah, it I'm was sad. basically a middle finger to us like
0: as he I feel rejected and uh, marginalized as a human being, and it's nobody's <laughs> fault. I think so, yeah. it was pretty much just discrimination. It is. So I'm uh, pretty much taking it upon myself to keep this uh, heap of garbage uh, cobbled together in some fashion. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're going to start off with... Um, actually, I'd like to hear the Leitness talk about Red Dead Redemption 2, because you've got it, right?
2: I do have it. And you've been playing it? So I've been playing it. So I've, I had it on Xbox, but I'm, I've got basically two left thumbs when it comes to a controller. So I'm useless at doing anything on a controller with shooting. So despite loving it on the on the Xbox, I decided, oh, when it came out on PC, this is going to be great. And it is. It's exactly the same as it was on Xbox. Beautiful, but I'm so much better at shooting people. But um, it's also prompted me to want to upgrade my PC. <laughs> oh,
0: is it like yeah. resource intensive?
2: It's not that it's resource intensive. My, my PC is actually really good. What it is, is my TVs are 4K and my computer, my, t- my monitors are aging. So I've got like these 1080p monitors and now. Uh, this game just looks like shit in comparison to what it looked like on the TV. So I was like, "Holy shit!" I thought I was gonna get so much better uh, graphics on on PC, but uh, it's not quite
0: as good. I'm pretty sure I know what your setup looks like right now because you took a picture of it when you were wasted and you did that Twitch stream. But yeah. I'm trying to imagine you having a TV right in front of you over that desk, just the uh, wall wall to wall TV. No, no, no.
2: I've got I've got PC monitors, twenty-four inch monitors. In front of no, I
0: know, but you're talking about upgrading from the uh, from the monitors to your four K TV.
2: Oh no, I'm gonna upgrade to a thirty-four a inch curved. Ooh. Yeah, fourteen forty. Fourteen forty p. That's what I'm going for with the. So basically, like a two K monitor, because I hear that the four Ks aren't really that good yet.
0: It's funny. We're already developing the technology for 8K, and uh, we still haven't gotten 4K down well, well enough. I know.
3: I mean, at a certain point, when is the resolution going to get better than the human eye can detect?
0: It's. I think it's already there. uh, Like, wasn't
3: 4K supposed to be that?
0: Yeah, I. uh, I thought so. Maybe I said this before. Maybe at one point I did actually into it. We've all drank too much since then. Yeah, we're we're all we're liquored up, except Masami. Masami is the sole voice of reason. I try, but sometimes
4: there's no reason in the void.
0: Well, we're also trying to get you to drink more wine. We're, we're attempting to drive you to alcoholism, basically.
4: <laughs> well, you know, as long as Aldi keeps stocking their three dollar bottles of wine, we'll be good.
0: Oh my God, three dollar <laughs> bottles of wine. That's awesome. Oh, They're bottles that too. but crazy, they just so have to go crazy. to boxes.
2: Yeah, I switched I switched to boxes easier. You can just you take it out of the box and you stick it on your head and then you just tilt and then push the button and <laughs>
4: <laughs> Well it really kind of it kind of messed with me because usually when you think cheap bottle of wine, it's just got the twist twist top, right? No cork or whatever, but these actually have a cork, so uh, it just uh, where it's
0: actually rough. impressive. Where you live sounds like paradise.
3: <laughs> well it sounds like uh, france
0: i mean <laughs> france
3: is like that it's so
2: cheap wine that's there. true
0: the only time the only time i've ever had wine that was less than five dollars uh and it had a cork in it was in uh nice in in france
2: yeah you can go to a gas station and get really good wine for like a euro 50
0: also, at the time, I was fourteen years old, and they didn't have any questions about me buying wine. So I was like, "Hey, this this is fucking awesome." That's
2: like, I mean, it is basically water for the <laughs> You don't buy you don't buy water at the shops. You buy wine because I think water is actually more expensive.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah, at least at least when it's alcohol, it's you're guaranteed to not have crap in it.
0: Yeah, no, this is true. This is why all that we drank was hard liquor in South America, because we didn't want to get Montezuma's (laughs) revenge. That's not what they told us to do, that's just what we decided to do. (laughs) Solid, solid uh, plan of action. It was was bad after a week. (laughs) Jesus Christ, it was bad. I'm so dehydrated, but all I've got is this bottle of vodka. (laughs) I'm so dehydrated, but I'm also drunk, so I don't care. I, the last time i pissed was two days ago <laughs> avoid <laughs> hangovers stay drunk oh my god mm-hmm. so red dead redemption 2 it's a, it's a good time right
2: <laughs> it, it is good it is good i'm looking forward to i'm still on the storyline um i'm about where i finished off on the xbox actually so I'm. I'm i think i'm a little bit further along um now on the on the PC, so it's going good. But um, as soon as I finish that, I'm going to switch to. I did do like five minutes of online just to check it out. And was, uh, it's very intriguing.
0: Yeah, I was. How do you, you feel about? Go oh, ahead.
2: What's that? No, sorry. Go ahead.
0: I was just uh, going to ask how multiplayer was, but you've only got like five minutes into it.
2: Yeah, I've only got five minutes in, but um, it's basically good. I think it's going to be kind of like GTA with horses.
0: Cool. Yeah, Omega. Uh, what's up? Yeah, how does
3: the story stand up? Because we talked about it a little bit, uh, but and you said you played uh, Red Dead One, and I mean that was one of my favorite games. The story was just massive. I think Doc, you watched me play it in college. Absolutely. And I mean, just the the breadth and scope of the map was unfucking real. From like just. It- yeah. northern climates with trees and snow and everything all the way down to fucking mexico and just like the breadth of everything was yeah. incredible does red dead it, 2 does the story stack up yes for sure I, for me red dead 2 is a great
2: success that's the first one in fact it it improves everything on the first one as far as i'm concerned, um from what i can recall at least but um the 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 breadth of the map is there, you've got hunting, you've got, I mean, it's, you. it's so immersive that you literally feel like a cowboy, like the whole time I'm feeling like a cowboy. It's it's, it's good, it's good
0: fun. Cowboy, baby.
2: I, I I can't wait for you guys to get it, because uh, I think online is going to be so much fun. If it Just really for is, us to really stick around. Yeah, know? if it really like, is. Uh... I'm not going to take it seriously.
0: <laughs> Just like GTA Online. Right. Exactly. If it is that, yeah, I'm down. Mm-hmm. It's good fun.
3: Yeah, no, it sounds like a blast. And you know, there's going to be places like we've been doing podcasts in GTA. We could end up doing podcasts in there too. Sitting around a campfire,
2: roasting on some rabbits,
3: or we can go to you know, there's saloons. There, are... yeah, there there's saloons. There's, yeah,
2: there's saloons. imagine a there's a
3: casino somewhere, right?
2: Well, yeah, that you get like these little gambling tables that you go and sit down and play poker and all that. There's exactly.
3: It.
2: Yeah, it's good that's fun. That's awesome.
0: They got, they got brothels too, right? Uh, <laughs> kind
2: of. You can you can go and have a bath, and then um, they ask if you want the deluxe
0: bath. But what the fuck? Ooh.
2: For, no, uh, a, for,
0: for ev- 50 ev- cents. Everybody's favorite part <laughs> about the Old West was the variety of things that you could put your penis into. So not, yeah. not having a brothel... Uh, I don't. I, 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 maybe I haven't gotten to the point.
2: I know that there's. Oh yeah, I know there is a town that's got like. Uh, it's very New Orleansy. So I'm guessing there's going to be something there. Maybe, I remember seeing a trapper there, um, where you can go and sell and buy fur coats, and it's uh, it's really immersive. Though I, I love the, the world. The world is is phenomenal. That's what made me want to buy it on the PC. It's just really cool.
4: Do they have, sure. like, um... Do they have Deadwood in there?
2: Deadwood? I think so.
4: Is this is a very, very famous old west town, like... But, like, if you're gonna find a brothel, there's at least two of them there, for if we've watched HBO. Uh, yeah. Oh, the, uh, oh. The
0: first, then <laughs> be like, Yeah, a TV show inside of Red Dead? Hell yes!
2: <laughs> yeah, there's a Deadwood reference in there, but awesome. um, it's not the actual... Uh, town itself but um the one the one major town looks really cool i uh, can't remember the name of it but it's it looks new orleansy mm. when you're when you riding around um you'll enjoy it because you've been there many times
1: yep all
0: right good times um and the next i'm gonna uh do this uh Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the the latest one came out and I have been speaking to uh, a mutual friend of my my own and Omega's and uh, he fucking loves it. Uh, apparently, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which uh, released just a, a short while ago, is the, the redemption of the uh, COD franchise because uh, there is no pay to win. Uh, all the microtransactions, everything that you earn in-game is pretty much cosmetic. Uh, there's uh, a massive uh, selection of online multiplayer stuff to do, and the single-player campaign is really good. Uh, from a graphic standpoint, the game looks amazing. It's on par with Ghost Recon Wildlands uh, and the new Division. Uh, beautiful, really. And uh, it has full uh, widescreen, or if you have a wraparound monitor, uh, it has full support for that. Um, I guess the, the online modes, so they're like, Eight online modes that you can go there's the quick match which was just three into whatever there's a, a large uh not really a battle royale it's just sort of a you know a large warfare uh, mode where there are about 50 players and you're on one of two teams and capture the flag stuff like that uh that's actually the one that uh, got demoed for me last night and it, it's chaotic but you know it's a lot of fun and there's a lot of stuff to do there's a lot of running around uh there's also a there are uh ranked pvp there's also uh uh, a whole bunch of game modes of course i can't remember them right now because i have had too much to drink i drank too much wine i must take a piece (laughs) yeah
4: hopefully away from your desk because you might not appreciate that oh Oh, he's got a
0: Yeah. yeah you, you know the granola <laughs> girls they really get wet <laughs> over that <laughs> it's <recycled> wine. <laughs> so, but yeah, so um, the verdict uh from my friends uh is that the new call of duty is the best call of duty to come out in many years, and uh they're they're all very wow. excited they're all very happy with the product that they got and uh there is there's already uh free DLC that's out. They released a couple new maps and um uh, some more glitter for everybody. Uh I don't think that they're planning on having a a season pass or anything like that. But uh I don't know. It's as it stands right now, there's nowhere to go but downhill. Um so <laughs> it's, a, it's it's a cool game, I guess.
1: Nice. Well, that's that's good to hear. It's Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Alright,
0: that's done. I'm I'm done talking about that.
2: I'm sure there'll be a lot of happy uh, GSs that are into the card
0: franchise. I hope there are, because uh, what was it before this? Black Ops? Um, Black, Black Ops, Ops 4. Yeah, the yeah. community consensus was that that was a piece of shit.
2: Well, everyone loved the uh, Battle Royale mode. For a while, it was like, it was basically, it was was just another,
3: but it was just another one of the flash in the, there've been so many flash in the pan battle royales that pop up and that one came and went so quick. It did, but, um, you know, the,
2: it still had the zombies mode that a lot of people were into, but I don't think it changed anything in the genre. You know, it didn't Mm -hmm. make any differences. They basically just did a bit of, and the battle royale was a uh, nice distraction from PUBG for a little while.
0: And I lied. I'm not done talking about it. Apparently, one of the selling points, if you're if you're into it, um, there is no more uh, rocket pack or you know, uh, jumping on top of or you know jumping from the the street onto a the the roof of a four story building. There's nothing like that in the new COD. Um, you're pretty much back to basics, pretty you're running basic. around the map, you have a really good handle on the physics, and uh, it, the movement is very fluid, the combat system is very fluid, it is very easy for you to be fast and accurate and swap weapons, switch weapons, whatever you'd like to do. So, that nice. that again, that is something that appeals to me, even though I'm not into first-person shooters.
1: Yeah.
3: Cool. Alright. Diablo 4? Fuck. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait.
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah so, you can't, can't wait the 4 to 16 years that it's gonna take for them to pump that game out.
3: Yeah, um, well, I know. I don't know, fucking honestly. fucking intro is I, an unbelievable. Old Blizzard? Yes, they took for fucking ever to make a game. But see, now it's Act Blizzard. Yeah. That now they've got of, a major publisher pushing their ass. So yeah. we might get we we might end up getting a slightly imperfect product that might have to get grown and we might have to grow and be patched as <laughs> yeah. time goes on.
0: Yeah, that's what talking about.
3: Waiting forever to get that perfect game that old Blizzard used to make.
0: And that's right? the thing. It did take Blizzard forever to push out uh, Diablo 3 and it did take Blizzard forever to push out StarCraft 2, but when those games came out, they were finished games and they were they yes. were good. With the exception, cool. I know Diablo 3, everybody's going to bring up Auction House. Uh, yeah, that was a terrible idea, but it was a finished system when it was in the game. Yeah. And then oh, after oh, yeah. after that yeah. died out and we got rid of that fucking retardation, uh, the game did go through some changes. Obviously, uh, Reaper of Souls came out and changed some of the mechanics in the game, but it only ever improved after they got rid
2: the R.O.S. was like the turning point for the game, I think. It's now yeah, a great game. I mean, from ROs, it was a great game.
0: So yeah, Blizzard definitely did take their time with uh, previous titles, but they did so for very good reasons, and they got it right, and they put out very polished, very finished, good games. So that's right. it's interesting, you know, Omega, you're bringing that up. Uh, yeah, Activision is pushing Blizzard's buttons right now, so I gotta wonder how long it will take for Diablo 4 to get out.
2: I don't. I don't think they've got time. To be honest, I mean their competition is is really good. Um, Exile Con just. Oh, I'm not. I, I, didn't want to, I know that's one of our topics, but um,
0: we yeah, we can go into that.
2: When I when I look at what Diablo Four, when it, when when Diablo Four was announced, I was super pumped. The 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 one thing that they do really well always is a, an amazing cinematic and. That cinematic just blew me away. I mean, from wanting nothing to do with the Diablo franchise because of their uh, immortal faux pas. Fuck up, last...
1: <laughs> yeah. Fuck up.
2: fuck up, yeah. Let's just say fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
2: it, it. I. I, had, I was just done with them. Basically, uh, they were so out of touch. But that that cinematic just changed it changed things. I mean, it was so good, and then. Uh, I saw ExileCon, and they're, they've are they got so much shit coming out, like, in December 13th. Um, and then you look at the new expansion that they're doing, these guys are on the ball when it comes to actually improving their game and making it accessible, and it's going to be soon.
0: So wait, so Exile ExileCon Exile is attached to what game?
2: Path of Exile.
0: Path of Exile. Somebody told me that was free to play, is that true?
2: It is true. Hundred <laughs> percent true. The that game minus. is completely free to play. Um, I will say that <laughs> it's hard to be a free to play player, though, just because it, I mean the, the the glitter and all that is is easy to go by. You don't need that, but the stash tabs and things like that are things that you really want to you you want
0: that. Oh, I got you. Oh, I got. But yeah, it is. um
2: Convenience stuff, it, mm-hmm. yeah. It is. I don't it's don't have to have it, but um, it definitely makes your life a really easier.
1: Let's but like... Diablo
2: Four looked fucking gorgeous. I'm not gonna lie, it looked gorgeous, I, I, I'm super pumped. The dark, gritty feel that they've introduced. They brought the druid, which I was like really dying for in D3. I was hoping they'd bring that when they were do- when they announced the necro,
1: and um, yeah, looked good.
0: Oh, uh, Masami?
4: I was just going to say a lot of what he was saying about Path of Exile uh, reminded me a lot of Warframe, so. It's, oh,
0: yeah. It's cool that uh, in the new D4, there is, or there was a playable demo at BlizzCon, uh, which was last month, and uh, Riker and who else? Quinn uh, mm-hmm. got uh, got playtime or play footage up on their channels. So, they did. Uh, Blizzard did put the druid back in the game, which is awesome. The druid had a lot of potential in Diablo 2, but was completely absent from D3. Uh, so, he's transforming into bears, wolves, um, goats, whatever. Any Again, any, anything that you can put your penis into. Uh, the, the, druid, <laughs> the druid is uh, transforming into. And the gameplay did look really cool because it looks like they're introducing the lighting system that used to be in Diablo 2, where yeah. you have a light stat which determines how much, uh, the illumination around you, how much of the map that you can see, because the map is inherently very, very, very dark. And that was one of the things that made Diablo 2 really cool for me, personally. Um, And they completely did away with that in Diablo 3, where, you know, sometimes it was day, sometimes it was night, but you always had excellent uh, vision around the the whole map. And, yeah, I I think Diablo exists in that universe where it's it's, uh, supposed to be really, like, creepy and dark
3: yeah that yeah, was the, the best thing about d2 just the atmosphere was incredible and d3 is fun and pretty and bright and flashy but i i do look forward to going back to a grittier type of game yeah much darker
0: fun to play in the dark yeah it, it suits that story the 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 type of artwork that you see in diablo 3 is more akin to what i picture in the starcraft universe when you're playing like the Protoss uh, that it didn't when it came out it didn't seem like it belonged but it's been around for so long it's been Diablo 3 has had a run since 2012 I think was when it came out mm-hmm. and uh, it's just been around for so long and I played it for so long that I'm used to it now but at the time I thought it was weird anyway nice nice to see that they're getting back to that and it's also good that they have competition with with uh, Path of Exile I, I hope or they, I hope they feel like they do, because that'll force better oh, yeah,
2: they definitely do. I mean, if you saw the announcement trailer for Path of Exile Two, you look at the graphics on that. They've improved the graphics engine. They've added thirteen new um, ascendancy classes in the in the new uh, version. It's still free to play. Everything that you bought in the original Path of Exile one is going to carry over into Path of Exile two, so you get to keep all of your microtransactions that you've purchased. Um, they've got a brand new campaign on the on the Path of Exile two, and you can play between. You can choose how you want to play. So in the new version, you'll be able to play either Poe one or two, depending on on what storyline you want to go with. And uh, they've got sh- they've got shape shifting. In the new one, so you can actually. So they've got the druid they've class, got the
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, sorry, I lied. Not 13 new ascendancies, 19 new ascendants. And ascendancies are basically like classes, um, different classes that you can play. So, um, looks really cool though. I'm, I'm super pumped. And they've revamped a whole bunch of uh inner game workings, like the socket system that was confusing for a lot of people. They've simplified that. It's it's not simplified in a way that's it's dumbed it down. It's made it just easier and looks looks really cool. I'm okay. quite excited. For so that. So
0: wait, okay, there are 19 new classes. How many classes are there total in POE?
2: So there's uh, what's one?
0: You don't have to name them all individually. I think there's like <laughs> I think there's around
2: 12 now or 12. Uh, no, there's more. There's 16 now. So with yeah. the 19. That's gonna make it, yeah, close to thirty, forty, thirty 35. between thirty and 40.
0: 35, Oh my God! Don't you do math for a living?
2: I do, but I've
0: I've been uh having a few ones. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Glasses or boxes?
0: Uh, bottles. Classy. <laughs> yeah, that, that by the way was the exact correct question to ask, Miss Tommy. <laughs> hey, I'm, learn- I'm learning. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. it, looks, Wait. So, it looks cool. Uh, the most important question of all um, in PoE, it, I know, okay, so 35 classes, you can be probably whatever you want. Can I play as a black guy?
2: Yes, actually, in the new version, you can.
0: Alright, I'm sold.
3: I play as a black guy in uh, Breakpoint.
0: I. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's another topic that you know. If Gobi were here, we would talk about Ghost Recon Breakpoint because it it's apparently excellent.
2: Oh yeah, you do play that. Uh, your your character is in
0: Breakpoint. Yep, I forgot yep. about that. <laughs> remember remember when we it looks played pretty Division? pretty good. Remember when we played Division oh, yeah, and I was an elderly Asian man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I also had uh, Tyrone the Shotgunner. You remember you Tyrone? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, you did. Yeah. You had a uh, in Division One, Omega had an absolutely beastly shotgun build. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: but they like allow
3: you to make a character that just looks really big and burly and tough and like ghetto fabulous, and it was amazing. He was a monster. I loved him. He was like it was
0: the good best. It was shot good I, I had such good such shotguns, good shotguns too. too. I think Masami's so, way, so, so, way, way to get more wine. No, I'm still here. Why can I hear? Oh, I could almost hear my echo.
3: Yeah, I heard it for a second too. Okay. Is it bleatness? Yeah.
0: No, uh, I can hear the echo too. Um, Weird. Death Stranding. So, uh, Death Stranding is out for PS4. You're uh, absolutely encouraged to go and play it if you got a PS4. It's a fucking amazing game with a great story. Great story. I hear my echo again. Yep. Echo. Yep. echo. 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 It's Basami. <laughs> it is, it's Basami.
4: I don't know how, because uh, it's not coming through the speakers whatsoever. <laughs> Strange. Pray odd. Okay, there oh, we that, go. That's fun.
0: Um, yeah, Death Stranding. Um, really, really original, unique, kind of bizarre story that is... It's beautiful. Uh, the attention to detail in that game is amazing. So uh, I'm not going to get into spoilers or anything like that, but you will start off um, in a... sort of post-apocalyptic United States and uh, you play as uh, Sam and you're a porter uh, at the start so you make deliveries you go back and forth and you just deliver packages you're a glorified mailman Uh, which is super important in the post-apocalyptic world (laughs) because everybody lives in a bunker because everyone is terrified of um, what happens if someone dies unexpectedly if you die unexpectedly there is uh, a breach between this world, the world of the living and the world of the dead. And if you die unexpectedly and uh, enough time goes by, uh, w- something happens called a void out, which is essentially when antimatter meets matter. So it's a massive antimatter explosion. Uh, and this is why when people die, it is scheduled or is organized and they take you to an incinerator and they get rid of your body. But when they get rid of your body they have to do it in a non-populated area because it releases all this shit uh which messes with you throughout the course of the game again not getting into spoilers so it is it's a really interesting story um i've been through the entire game i've seen the the gameplay footage uh from start to end and i i'd encourage people to go play it it's um i'm imagining the story is going to go over a lot like the movie ad astra which came out recently, uh, not super popular, but f- to the people that care and are interested in that sort of thing, it is really fascinating. It is introspective. And uh, again, attention to detail is phenomenal in that game. So that's my take on Death Stranding. Oh, well, it Sounds awesome. Can't wait, it sound really cool. for, can't wait until it comes out for PC. Uh, it should be out on PC in another six months, but for now it is only available on the PS4 because... Kojima um Kojima has some sort of deal with the devil uh with Sony where they're just like okay yeah we'll give you tons of money you can do whatever the fuck you want and he does and he does a really <laughs> excellent job Oh oh fuck I can't believe I didn't do this. All right, I had I had a story. I was going to sum up Death Stranding. Too long didn't read version. Um Kojima walks into a bar. He sees Norman Reedus sitting down enjoying his drink very casually Kojima goes up to Norman Reedus and says I want to put a baby in you death stranding what? Oh my god <laughs> That's the game
1: right there Okay
2: It sounds uh it sounds delightful I, I will
0: I will buy it and play it Possibly. It it's a good time. There are a lot of fun game mechanics in there too. All right, so um, yeah, what are we uh, what are we moving on to here, Leetness? What did you do in China?
2: China? Oh
0: gosh, I did uh,
2: a lot of a lot of sightseeing.
0: You saw the world's um, smallest McDonald's. You sent us a picture.
2: I did. I sent you a picture of the world's smallest McDonald's. Um, so I went to this. Uh, I'll tell you a, a fun story. We went to a place called Huzoo, which is like this water this lake. Paradise place, but they they call it like a paradise place, but basically it's a big lake and there's mountains in the background. It's it's really pretty and there's pagodas and so it's 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 fun. Um, but we took a bullet train there from Shanghai, so we took a bullet train get there. Goes like 300 uh, kilometers an hour, which is 200 miles ish. Um so we get we get to Hangzhou, we go do the full day there, we go to a tea plantation. It's beautiful, have a great lunch there, all of that sort of stuff, and then we're coming back to China uh, back to shanghai and uh this is the night before we we're gonna leave. so we get back into Shanghai at around seven p m and at the train station, it's a massive train station that you come into in Shanghai, the bullet train, and it's packed with people and the but heightened security, because they had some sort of conference going on. And the president came to Shanghai that night from the airport. And the airport's attached, like, basically to this um, this uh, train station. So you have to go through two security checkpoints on the way in and on the way out whenever you're going into the train station. So it's like a lot of security. And then we get into a, we, then we sit for like an hour, trying to get into a cab because there's so much traffic. Eventually we get into a cab and it's like now eight o'clock. So we're driving back into town and um, it's about a 30 minute drive normally. So we get to about halfway and then there's so much traffic. And then all of a sudden the guy, the the, the road is completely closed and the entire highway just turns off into this like little off ramp thing. (laughs) It's not off off the road, like down an off ramp. It's just like a little ramp to go onto the side of the road so that the main highway is cleared. And they basically said, "Okay, well, we've got to wait here now because we had a a private tour guide that was taking us. It was just me and my wife and the tour guide and the driver. And and then the lady's like, well, we're just going to pull over here because the president is having dinner somewhere nearby.
0: So, the uh, the president of China? The
2: Chinese president, yes. Oh, so, Winnie the Pooh! <laughs> so basically, we just had to pull over, and we had to just wait there. So They're like, yeah, you're just going to sit here for until until we get given the clear from the police. We can, <laughs> there we can go.
1: Oh, so funny.
2: we sit there for like 30 minutes, and then eventually the, the road opens up again. But apparently behind us, everything got blocked off, and no one was going through next hour or so, but the the police let us go through. So we go through and then uh, we get into town and it's just jam-packed and apparently the road that our hotel was on was blocked off completely as well because of the president being in town and in that area. So they literally just block off an entire area because the president's near there. So, so
0: Winnie the Pooh having up
2: He's having dinner somewhere so you basically can't, you just can't fucking go there.
0: <laughs> No, anyway, so time. we
2: they they parked and made us walk
0: there. That's a it's a That's better a story than than what we all concocted last week when you were asleep. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, we've uh, been over that to death. Anyway, there was a yeah for people listening. There was a podcast last week. I I fucked that up, and uh, we're never gonna hear it, even though it was brilliant. It was. The we forgive you. It was the best cod podcast. Cod past. I was <laughs> gonna say cod past. I was cod about pace. to say, you're very close to Cod Peace, so be careful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cod, cod piece, Cod Peace? And Masami oh, reminded me, thank you very much, um, <laughs> we, we were going to talk about uh, Warframe. Warframe recently had a large update uh, for the Old Blood, and that was uh, the release of a new Warframe, and also the release of the Nemesis mm-hmm. system. And Masami, you want to you wanna talk about that a little bit? How How fantastic that is? Um... From what
4: I have heard, because I kind of refuse to actually uh, integrate with the Kuva Lich system, as yep. the uh, Nemesis system is yep. actually t- called.
0: You you and me both. <laughs>
4: um, I, was, I was a little nervous about the whole thing about, you'll know, have this guy who, you know, you kill, and then he stalks you and steals your crap, and you don't get your crap back until you defeat him. But you can't do that until you get certain mods to then put in your basically data spike that you're gonna put down his spine. It's an assassin's uh, blade. Yeah. And they, uh, uh so that's my shadow run showing. Um. And then it has to be in the right combination, so if you do it wrong, he increases in level, so it just gets, you know, ever more irritating and then there's been various bugs on you can potentially convert your kuva instead of and making them an ally instead of just defeat them and get their stuff and your stuff back so now there's people like just having tons of Kuvalichs, like little slave farms and just you know trading them out for oodles and oodles of stuff so it's it's just been weird um (laughs) I, like I said, I haven't really engaged with it just because I'm just a little bit like they need to work that shit out a little bit more. But I have been enjoying the Melee 3.0 changes. Those have been fantastic. They've oh, gotten rid re- of yeah. channeling, uh, replaced it with heavy attack, um, and changed a whole shit ton of mods, which made me go redo all of like my Melee stuff. But it has been super awesome. I've loved those changes and a couple other quality of life things that came with
0: Old Blood. Oh, um, uh, fucking uh, melee three The the combo multiplier goes up to twelve yep. now. Is it used to be like oh, capped yeah. at three point five or four or something? It goes up to twelve. It is insane.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. It is bonkers because um, everything is like combo based, and it's it's so. And they amped the damage to like everything. It's just it's incredible now. Now you can be as effective with your melee weapon as you are with uh, like your primary shooting weapon, if not more yeah. so.
0: yeah, I love that. I also love that um they gave I think steel charge is the uh, base melee damage increaser. Um, steel charge is, is a mod that you is kind of standard on a lot of melee weapons because it just increases your base critically at chance. And they mm-hmm. gave that a boost. I think uh, it used to be what a, a capped at around ninety percent. Um, so... They they blew it up to two hundred and twenty percent. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's kind of phenomenal. Uh, the melee change is definitely fucking awesome. It's just the the whole nemesis system, the Kuvalich system, mm-hmm. is broke as fuck. And uh, there are a lot there are a lot of bugs.
4: yeah i think they kind of rushed it just a little bit they even like took a week extra before but they didn't want to like delay all the other stuff that was coming out with old blood so i think perhaps that that is what happened
0: this is that's the thing about it actually and what tipped me off i have a theory and what tipped off the theory was that um they said Okay, we're going to let you trade Kuva liches because, um, you know, maybe you don't want your, your lich. Maybe you don't like the weapon on your lich. Maybe you, you just want to get rid of him entirely. It doesn't matter. We're going to let you trade them, But here's a brand new dojo room for you to uh, trade your liches. And we've built it in the PC dojo. Um, mm-hmm. That shit, designing a room like that, the asset, the asset itself and everything included within it, that takes that a takes considerable a amount of room. time. So, my theory, my theory is, that is that there's a lot of stuff, stuff uh, attached to the Kuvalich system uh, that, that was not done, not done, that was planned to be implemented. Maybe they, they, they wanted to put it all in the Kuvalich release, but they didn't. So, they released, they released this, this um, after they after said that they, they were going to, and, and it still wasn't still finished. finished. I think I that, think they're, that they're they needed like needed another like year another to complete this, and this we're just and essentially. Uh, uh, Guinea pigs, guinea
4: pigs. Yeah, I mean, well, P- the PC users definitely are. I know they said um, in some of the live streams that I've watched that they do have intentions to utilize the room for other things down the line. So I yep. think what you're seeing is basically them prepping for those increased functionalities. Uh, you know, it might just be one of those things where they should have just waited for the whole
0: kitten poodle. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I agree. Uh, um, and the, the thing is, it concerns me, it makes me concerned about the Railjack release, because if they're this far behind in the Kugelich system, or if they released this part of the Railjack update as the Kugelich system, uh, they're obviously not done, Their their promised dates for releases are unrealistic. If they need more time, take more time! I don't have a problem yeah. with that, I'll
4: wait! Yeah, I mean, at the very least, they have openly said that they're taking the uh, railjack thing in three parts. You know, first is the the dry dock, second is the actual thing itself, and then the third is like the story stuff. Right. Which I'm like, <laughs> can we get those in reverse order? I want the story,
0: goddammit. <laughs> yeah, I I would also like to see the new war.
4: Like, has there not actually been a? true story update since what the Robolist and Wisp came
0: out? Uh, yes, actually, that's correct. Thinking back on that. Was, it was, was April before I even played. <laughs> Holy shit, you did. You came in after the Robololus boss fight. You betcha I did. <laughs> Damn. And it's been even longer since Omega has played the game. No, that was
3: pretty much right. Like that That was the first thing I heard about new in the game after I stopped playing. Was the Ropola list fight, whatever that fucking thing's called?
0: Rope rope a low list. Rope a low list.
3: What a dumb name. Yeah. Or
0: the Or the Rufflecopter, as it's commonly called. Fucking call it Steve. (laughs) Uh, This is the Steve fight.
4: (laughs) 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 And it's so dumb because you can't. Finish off Jupiter until you do that fight. So you've got to sit through all of the story content in order to, to fucking unlock Jupiter. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. There's been so much added to this game since I last played. It's it's almost to the point where it's getting. Like I, I I wanted to take a break and I did for a while and I still am, but I was hoping to get back into it eventually. But it's getting to the point where so much new has happened that I, at this point it's it's almost overwhelming and I'm going to be so far behind with so many you're, things.
0: You're not, though, because anything... There is a staggering amount of content that has come out since you, you took your break, but honestly, when you're playing with people that are familiar with it, it's not going to take you that long. That's the wonderful thing about Warframe because you're getting to the point where both of us were when we came into the game for the first time. Uh, where it seemed like we had so much to do. So that's fine. Now it's fine, because we know the point of the game is to set your sights on a goal and pursue the goal, and once you get there, great, move on to the next thing. And Mm -hmm. you can just keep on doing that forever. So I, I understand where you're coming from, and I understand that feeling, but it is, in a lot of ways, it's very similar to how you and I started playing. Yeah. says uh hold for laughter which i will do (laughs) i've been having
3: a lot of fun playing uh other games lately and i haven't really one thing i haven't like when i was playing warframe i was almost playing exclusively warframe and there were a couple times where we would yeah on a whatever night we'd play some Civ or whatever but for a long time i was just exclusively playing warframe and uh Lately, I've been hopping from game to game, playing all kinds of fun stuff, and I'm I'm enjoying being back in that mode. And Warframe just takes so much time mm-hmm. to keep up with things. And when you, when you are in the game and you are into it, the game is really excellent. And, I mean, credit to DE for doing it, but they're excellent at making you feel like, oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do this. Yeah, the
0: sense of urgency.
3: So you get stuck in it, and... It's it, taking up all of your gaming time. And next thing you know, that's
4: like the only game you've played in the last week and a half.
0: It is easy to fall into that. I agree.
4: Yeah, that's kind of why I've been like, I play a couple hours after supper and then I go, I'm a, I'm a big reader and I do some writing and, in my off time and I enjoy tabletop RPGs. So I just kind of go, you know what, I don't need this right now. I can do it later. It's not going to be a big deal. I can catch up on the weekend or whatever. But I, you know, need a little mental space. So it's it's good to take in small chunks sometimes.
0: You yeah, know, that's something Omega brought up a while ago: is getting a uh, Dungeons and uh, Dungeons D and D game going. Essentially, mm. um, that might be fun, or that might be fun for a for a podcast or absolutely a whole fucking series. I would I would enjoy doing that.
4: Yeah, I uh, I've been uh, basically doing RPGs for 15 years. So we're just starting up a D and D 5.0 game. We'd been doing some some other genres of RPGs. So we just decided to change it up a little, go back to the classic since it's all the rage and there's a lot of good stuff out there for it.
0: So that's the thing. That's I the know D and D definitely is the classic. It's where a lot of uh, math came in for for later computer games uh, then but the thing is i know all of the the rng i i know the rng system for D D, I i know how the math is calculated and all the rest of that but i don't know it because i've ever played the game i know it because i needed to know it for diablo that, that's what that's kind of a fucking loser i am i know exactly how to play D, even though i've never played the game
3: well you know the mechanics of it but
0: I, okay. Yes. Huge yeah. No. That
3: part yeah, of that's the game accurate. is the role playing is aspect. the role play. It is being Absolutely. that character, not just rolling the dice. And there are different people who play it differently. Like there are people mm-hmm. who will play it just play in the dice game, and the mm-hmm. DM tells the whole story, and they just they're just there for the fights, and that's it. But yep. you know, if you're with the right group, who's more interested in it, you're you know you're you're playing the character as much as you are spending time in combat.
4: Oh, absolutely! I am a far more narrative person than I lo- am. Uh, we call it the crunch, the numbers, as uh, Nigel puts it, um, and both playing and GMing style. It's it's you know we we come up with the characters, and I'm I'm really love integrating backstories and all that jazz. So,
3: like that's where the real magic in a game of D anD D can happen. Because if that's not what you're playing for, you might as well just play a video game. Yeah where the story is just happening and you play along. If you want to be a part of the story that's being told, that's what role-playing is all about.
0: Yeah, that's why I... Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. I was going to ask Leadness if he's ever played D&D.
3: No.
2: no. I was going to say, I enjoy a good game of Monopoly, though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Well, next uh... time I go to New Orleans, we should play Battleship.
2: I do enjoy that, too. It's a little bit too much strategy for me. I like a roll of the It's blast,
0: a good game! Battleship is a good game! <laughs> it was a fucking I shitty really... movie, but it was a good, it's a good game. <laughs> I play, I play Battleshots. <laughs>
4: no one is surprised by this. Zero people are surprised. <laughs> Battleshots. <laughs> battle shots is better than battle ships.
0: yeah I mean the whole thing is that like by the time they've sunk all your ships and you've taken all your shots you lose the game because you fall over a dead drunk but your fucking alcohol tolerance is so through the roof <laughs> I think it would take like eight nine games of you just losing <laughs> one after the other in order to drink you under the table I, I and I'm not even sure that's possible
4: <laughs> I don't think anyone should try for their health
0: Probably not. It's fine. His liver is basically made of iron.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What I was going to say is that my uh uh basically my love of RPGs basically makes me enjoy the digital version thereof because like going through dialogue options and in different games and stuff like that, like The Witcher. Um, I have I I once took a uh, a week off of work and I was gonna I you know relax for a couple of days and then I was going to get some shit done around the house. Well, I've decided, hey, I will go restart my the, the first Twitcher cuz I got partway through it and I had no idea where I was, so I just started over. Well, I got really into it. And then I played the entire first game, which was about 40, <laughs> 40 50 hours experience and then I played the second one, which was another about good 20, 22 hours and uh pretty soon it was Sunday and I had to go back to work the next day and I'd been playing video games all week
0: <laughs> <My God.
1: laughs>
4: It was just the worst but the best at the same time I've been really dying
2: to do an actual Witcher 3 playthrough again
4: I have not played through it myself, but I have seen my husband play through it enough times that I
0: I know the gist of what's going on. (sighs) Man, I haven't done that with Witcher 3. The last time I did that was Assassin's Creed, and I started with game one and uh, worked my way up to three, and then I started game three, and I was just like, you know what? I didn't like this the first time around. I'm going to stop. But up to that (laughs) point, that was probably a solid 120 hours of gameplay. Yeah. God, yep. So we've all been there. We sympathize. (laughs) What else is on the docket? Oh, Disney Plus. (laughs) Well, Um, yeah. I just uh, wanted to uh, laugh a little bit at Disney Plus because it launched, uh, what, this this last week? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Within one day of it launching, there were thousands of hacked accounts up for sale. Uh, on uh, some forums If you know where to look Then you, you definitely noticed this I definitely wasn't trolling around one of those forums And I definitely uh, didn't see Did that it. no, just... I read all okay. about it In the the CNET article that picked up on it uh, That was just like Hey, there are thousands of Disney Plus accounts That have been hacked People are on Twitter and they're pissed about it So I'm, I'm laughing at Disney um, I have no sympathy for them <laughs> Because this is a cash grab and everybody knows it But yeah, Disney Plus There you go <laughs> if you I've want just, to watch the mandalorian that's the driving feature that's pretty much all that i've heard that's on it that's worth watching and it's not no, even so out all at
4: once either it's like there's yeah, two episodes out you <laughs> exactly. are
3: severely underestimating the number of and the fervor of disney fanatics
4: yeah that is true i have They're, a lot of friends who really love their nostalgia
3: like, there are people who will sit and watch all of these movies again just because it's at their fingertips.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Is this, and, are are the old Disney movies available through Disney Plus? I thought it was just their new streaming. Yeah. I didn't know that. No,
3: no, no. That's that's where, like, the entire, like, a lot of the Disney library is right now. Oh, There's yeah. a ton of stuff. Old cartoons. Like, I was texting uh, this girl, and she 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 just got it. Um, she was telling me some of the stuff that they have on there. Uh the great mouse detective uh boy meets world gargoyles the... is on there yeah like there's there's some oh my god it's an incredible library you forget oh, disney yeah. bought like a huge part of fox entertainment yeah. so yeah, yeah. their library is massive now even more massive
0: Jesus Christ. I was just thinking, did anybody else buy the Gargoyles movie on VHS when they were kids and it came with a board <laughs> game?
1: Oh,
3: that sounds awesome. Yeah, I didn't it know but that sound awesome. sounds fantastic.
0: It uh it was pretty fucking awful, but looking back on it through my my nostalgia lens, yeah. That was yeah. that was a good time.
4: I I always loved how how much of the uh Star Trek Next Gen cast was involved with gargoyles, that always amused me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh you know what? Michael Dorn is a hell of a voice actor.
3: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) My name is Michael Dorn. I play a character Character called Dwarf.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Captain, yeah. Michael Dorn.
2: I was curious about what's on Disney (laughs) Plus other than The Mandalorian.
0: This is ridiculous. Captain, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Captain, this is ridiculous.
3: Yeah, apparently the the library is pretty damn depressive right now.
4: Yeah, it's yeah. I believe you can get it as an add on if you have because Disney technically owns Hulu.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I think you, you can get like twelve bucks a month. I saw there was a deal where you can get Hulu, Disney Plus, and something else for like twelve ninety nine.
0: So this is... Well, going back to the fact that... Alright, Netflix... Is Netflix the only one right now that releases an entire season all at once? Because Man in the High Castle just came out, season four. Uh, also, I recommend that show to anyone that likes, you know... Historical fiction or alternate... alternate On Prime. I believe Prime does. Uh, yeah, Prime Prime does... Okay, so the... The thing that I was going to say about Disney... It, it suits them going after the HBO model where they want you to remain a member as long as a show is coming out. So they keep on getting your money. Mm-hmm. The thing that I wasn't expecting was what Omega brought up, which is that there are all these old Disney movies and, and TV mm-hmm. shows that Disney owns on Disney plus for that, just going along with their model of sickening corporate greed, which I fucking hate. Uh, I, I would expect them to have a completely different streaming service like Disney classic or, you know, Disney TV, for all these individual other you know shows or products, maybe that's in the works. Maybe they just want to get you hooked now and they'll divide it up later. I don't know. But that's, I'm that's old. why I was surprised.
4: I'm old enough that I remember the time before the Disney Channel was not part of your standard cable package. It was like there was oh, yeah. weekends.
0: That's true. Yeah.
4: You,
3: had to, you had to buy it. Dude, so I found a listing of everything on Disney Plus and it's everything. Yeah, it that, is. Like,
0: that's surprising. I mean, that's like...
3: Animation starts in 1930. They have it listed by decade on this website. It's a Verge article. Uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs from the Dwarfs from the 30s. I mean, name a Disney cartoon, and it's on here.
0: Brer yeah. Rabbit. Uh... I bet you anything it's not on there.
3: Prayer Rabbit?
0: Prayer oh Br- Rabbit. I can't no,
3: you're that. right. What the fuck is that? Um, I know that.
0: Actually, uh, that's just the name of the character. I don't actually remember. Oh, Song of the South. Oh. Yeah, that's on there, I think. You're fucking shitting me. That's on there? I uh, don't. It's not on the Verge okay. list. No. Maybe it's not. Maybe they were
4: like, it was the only one that was not on there that they expected kind of expected
0: i know i know as part of gs i'm not supposed to encourage people to engage in illicit behavior or anything illegal but if you if you know how to fucking torrent a movie go and get (laughs) song of the south that's how fucking racist (laughs) disney was not that long ago like 20 years ago uh, closer to 30 now but Jesus I, Christ, that's the most racist fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. It's uh, hilarious and it's charming, but fuck, is it racist?
3: Yeah. So Disney announced. Uh, there's a Times article where Disney, uh, basically, it, it's it's about the fact that Disney isn't bringing all of their movies back, and Song of the South is among the ones that are not being brought back. Culturally so insensitive, uh, they say. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. It won an Oscar. <laughs>
0: I didn't know that! <laughs> oh, yeah. What? What did his, can you find out what it won an Oscar wow. for?
3: For the song Zippity Doodah.
1: Zippity It's
3: my, a good song. Hi,
1: what a wonderful day.
3: So I'm guessing it's like best music or song performance or whatever. <laughs> in a movie. Some Oscar like that.
0: Oh my god, that's where. The you surprising know, thing about Song of the, the South is, the is that it was actually toned down. Because when Br'er Rabbit, oh, no, uh, uh, I'm lying. Uh, there was a re-release that was toned down. The original, Br'er Rabbit comes along and he sees a tar baby. And if anybody <laughs> knows what a tar baby is, oh, the most, most fucking racist thing that you can think of, you're right. Yep. And he comes along and he, he's like, he's got to play dice with the tar baby. And he, he's, he loses. And he, like, fucking beats up the tar baby because he loses at playing dice. That's how goddamn racist that movie was. It's so wow. funny. It is so funny. Oh man. Damn. Yeah, I used
4: to have a Disney alarm clock uh, when I uh, uh, when I was very very small, and it one of the songs you could choose on there was Zippity Doodah. I had never, I have never seen Song of the South, so I was like, okay, it's a Disney <laughs> thing I haven't seen that, that that exists. It might be a thing. And I never knew what it was from <laughs> until I learned this fact from when this that the thing came out about that particular movie. <laughs> this oh my streaming God. service.
3: So Shit. I just I learned. I just learned this exists. Uh, you can get on Amazon a paperback book. It's 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 old and hard to find. Uh, it's a classic though. It's uh, forty two dollars. Brer Rabbit and the Tar Baby. <laughs> yeah. Walt Disney presents the story of Brer Rabbit and the Tar Baby. Twenty four page read along book and record
0: wow oh my god i remember i think i might actually have that i remember the read-alongs that came with uh uh 45s i think they were 45s yeah it uh, comes with an lp uh, back when records were a thing yeah, anyone who was born after 2000 has no fucking idea what a record is
3: <laughs> no they're, they're cool <laughs> now record players are cool again hipsters brought them back
0: oh thank god for those hipsters then
3: I mean, at least where I am in New York City, like, you walk through Brooklyn and you'll see a dozen, like, classic record stores. Huh. I mean, they're not cool like record stores used to be back in, like, the 80s, 70s, 90s. No, like, of course like, they're
0: not. They're populated by hipsters. How could they be? Cool? Well, How could they mean, be mean, no.
3: <laughs> they basically kind of look like a thrift star just filled with boxes of records. They're not, like, awesome music record stores like they used to have.
0: Do you have any LPs that were pressed before 1934? I'm only interested in the vintage <laughs> material. <laughs> that's a whole another podcast we could do. Well, Dr. Niggle's vehement hatred of hippies or sorry, hipsters. Both actually. So we you don't need to come with file talk
3: the benefits of various metals for their record player needle. Oh my
0: god. Did... That's, that's a thing. Shoot me directly in the face, please. That is a thing. <laughs>
4: I will get my paintball gun and, and
0: fulfill your wish. I appreciate that. And by the way, uh, if you've got metal, metal on your record needle, uh, you're a fucking idiot. Okay, diamond. Diamond yes, is the only are. way to go. That's the record player that I have downstairs. It is a diamond tip, and it's it still works. It was bought in 1950, and it still works. So your tip is very expensive?
3: No, his tip is very hard. <laughs>
4: Thank you. The hardest material on earth. <laughs> Did you know uh,
2: that there's a statue of Brer Rabbit in uh, Eatonton in
0: Georgia, United States? In one of the most racist states available? No, that doesn't really surprise me. Sorry, Georgia. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry, I know there are people in Georgia that listen to this. Wait, there this... are people that listen to this? <laughs> oh, yeah, also, oh, apparently, yeah, YouTube Analytics have... have uh, uh, provided us with the information that we need uh and that is that there are people that listen to this which is kind of surprising but hi guys. whoever you are
3: no i didn't mean that as a dig i, I was like legitimately surprised that uh people are listening That's no awesome.
0: so so was i i knew the masami was one of them because she told me but i didn't think yes. anybody else did <laughs> as i would i would turn it on on
4: mondays i i haven't seen one in a while so i've been a little concerned about y'all
0: yeah. Um, We're Lee, alive. Leetness went to China. I went to Montana. Omega developed a heroin addiction, and Gobi got and arrested. And Gobi's
3: computer never Sorry. fucking
0: works. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Gobi got arrested, and then his his internet went oh. out. So that's what happened. Oh, like
3: no. Half a oh. dozen. Like, we, we missed probably three podcast because something with goby's setup was broken
0: yeah as we
3: know now
0: hashtag just liar (laughs) hashtag fuck frontier this time tonight goby's a liar we know
3: yeah Yeah, for a a couple times it was because his internet was complete dog shit uh a couple times his computer just fucking died like he had to reinstall windows he had to like basically format the whole thing yuck and, I mean, hell, he just mentioned in chat like two, three days ago, he had to reinstall Windows again. Oh, no. he was was doing... it yesterday? Yeah, wasn't it yesterday? It was either yesterday or the day before, yeah.
1: Oof.
0: Yeah, um, no, there's not, said... nothing. so um, Saturday night, uh, last night, I uh, went out, after I, you know, got back, Um, I got fucking hammered, and um, I was, you know, basically just getting hammered throughout the entire night, because I haven't done that in About a month actually Since our last podcast Wow! And um, Gobi was on in the morning I was playing Warcraft with Silas Very early in the morning And Gobi got on and he was having problems with his headset So he had to reinstall Windows recently As you said He's been having problems with getting his headset And his microphone to behave uh, With his new Windows installation And he's also uh, He's got a hardware issue Or a driver issue With uh, his uh, desktop computer but he's got that new gaming uh, laptop, so I don't know why he couldn't just do the podcast on the gaming laptop. I don't know. What the fuck, Gobi? Gobi. We know you're you're a liar now. <laughs> anyway, that's where we're at. I, uh, I just want to move on to um, the Monster Hunter movie. Uh, I don't think that any of us play Monster Hunter. Fluffy does. I'd nope. really love to get Fluffy on here, but he's, you know he doesn't talk he's not actually a, a human being he's a figment of my imagination <laughs> we think i don't think we've ever heard <laughs> him talk no
3: i think one time i heard him talk yeah. no it just really weird he did it one time with us and it was weird because his voice was way deeper and like i totally didn't expect it like i had no idea what to expect but it was
0: surprising he sounds and, like and a man's man
3: yeah he's got yeah. like a re- it's it's it was crazy really
0: yes Jeez. he he has an excellent speaking voice and i would love for him to get on here uh and and do his usual sense of humor uh we're talking about a, <laughs> a gs member his name is moist and fluffy and he's he's a wonderful human being
3: but he plays was a lot it a of gta
0: monster. session that he jumped in on and for a little while it, it was division. division yeah i remember we were on the roof oh, of yeah. the russian consulate and he was blowing himself up and having a great time because he <laughs> dude fucking loves explosions God, Who we doesn't played like explosions. so much
3: division for a minute there. Yeah, exactly, right? God, we that was that was our game for a minute. Oh, that, yeah, that was a good time. Anyway, Monster
0: Hunter uh, has a movie coming out next year, uh, 2020, starring Ron Perlman and Mila Jovovich, Jovovich however whatever you want to say your last name is. Mia um, Jovanovic. Yeah, what sure. I'm just going <laughs> to okay, I'm going to point to you and then you can say <laughs> her name. I know we're not in the same room, so you might not see me point, but do your best. So Ron Perlman <laughs> and Mia Yovanovitch uh, are starring in a Monster Hunter movie <laughs> that will be coming out in 2020, um, I'm pointing, I'm pointing. Mila. M- Mia Yovanovitch has posted on her Twitter <laughs> yeah, <pretty> some, sure. <laughs> some photographs of her actually on set wearing the Mon- Monster Hunter gear, uh, it does look pretty fun. The thing is um, that whatever movie I'm pointing again, Ivanovitch is in is usually not going to win an Oscar, but it's always very entertaining. Uh, starting with Fifth Element and just going right up uh, through the Resident Evil. Obviously, you know the Resident Evil movies are are not they're not great, but gosh, are they a fun She's time? Lilo
4: Dallas, multi exactly.
0: Yeah, that's the best thing that ever existed. Fifth Element, mm-hmm. by the way, is the best movie ever made. So yep. go out go out and watch The Fifth Element. Yes,
3: watch it. If you haven't watched it, you're missing out on a it, it, It's pretty fantastic. What you really need to do is watch it with our friend Parker. Yes. Because he can mouth along to the entire Ruby
0: Rod. Oh, that's fine. Are you fucking kidding me? That, that wasn't... Okay, all right. Yes, Parker can do that. I did it first. Oh, did you? I well. was the one who taught Parker... <laughs> Come on, Dallas! Here he is, the winner of the Gemini Croquet Contest. Gemini, this boy is fueled like fire. So start melting, ladies, because the boy is hotter than hot. He's hot, hot, hot. Yeah, no. <laughs> you I, have seen that a lot. Totally. I, I can recite. I don't need to watch that movie anymore. I just know every every line from start to finish.
3: We watched that many times in college. Um, yeah, me too. It's
0: my all-time favorite. Yeah. Uh, what what is not to like about that movie? You have um. You have Bruce Willis. You have—I'm pointing right now. Mia Yovanovitch. Thank you. You have Gary Oldman back when he was, you know, like young and sexy. Uh, you have and good uh, Ian Holm. Uh, you
4: have... I, I will uh, fight you on Prisoner of Azkaban. He might be old, but he still looked great.
0: No, no, no I'm just... oh, oh, yes, okay, oh, fine. Um, Gary Oldman <laughs> was still very sexy in the Harry Potter movies. Movie? No, no question. <laughs>
4: There you go. Okay, continue.
0: Um, I'm hopping on IMDb right now because I'm having a senior moment. Um, Just a moment. There we go. Hey, the fifth element, it's got a 7.7 on IMDb. That's still lower than I think it should be, but that's really fucking good.
3: Yeah, I'm surprised it's that low, to be honest.
0: Um, Me too. Oh, okay. Um, I, I always forget his name, even though I love his name. Tommy Tiny Lister. Uh, Tommy Lister as the president of Earth who it, it, fucking best performance I've seen him in uh, you might also know him from the Batman movie uh, Dark Knight where he is he's the prisoner on the the ferry that's crossing and he said uh, yeah, give it to me and I'll do what you should have did five minutes ago <laughs> he's, he's that dude he's a fucking excellent act, uh, actor and he is the president of Earth, President Lindbergh you'll see mm-hmm. and you know what if you like luke perry he's in the first five minutes of the movie he gets killed <laughs> but he's in the first five minutes it's great
2: i'd watch to see him get killed
0: and chris <laughs> tucker chris tucker as the best mm-hmm. character i've ever seen him in in a movie and i have seen Lethal we- or whatever um what, what were the movies that he was in with jackie chan
3: the rush, rush hour
1: yeah Rush Hour. rush movies. hour
0: yes Chris Tucker, apparently very particular about the roles that he takes, and he is excellent <laughs> in The Fifth Element.
1: Yeah, he was,
3: he was so much in that movie.
0: All right, yeah, I'm done gushing about The Fifth Element. <laughs> Are you really? And I was, no, I can go on for another fucking hour. Are you kidding me? I love that movie. So
3: then we can talk about the disappointment that Luke Besson's uh, attempt at a follow-up was with *The uh, Valerian and City of It. But- Thousand uh, planets. You know what City Boy, of a Hundred Planets or whatever I, it was called?
0: Yeah, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Uh the City of There's a it was thousand, thousand planets. Yeah. yeah. Um I there is nothing wrong with that movie that couldn't be solved by killing Cara Delavine in the first minute.
3: I,
1: I <laughs> she is the worst part of that
0: movie. Just
3: horribly casted. I th-
0: you know see this is the thing. It, it it's interesting you say it is a follow up to the fifth, uh, fifth element because it really is. Um, Lucasan has a history of casting supermodels without a lot of acting experience in his movies, but he, up until Valerian, he's tailored the roles to suit them so they do really, really well. Mila Jovovich um, did so fucking well in the fifth element because that character suited her. She, she could be that character very easily same thing with La Femme Nikita um same thing with Leon mm-hmm. because Natalie Portman. was Natalie Portman, a fine actress when she was like 12 years old but come on she's she's not great <laughs> um but it worked in that movie so he's got he's got this history of doing that and that's exactly what he's trying to do with Cara Delevingne except it didn't work because she's she's a bitch and that's it <laughs> In yeah. real life, in the movie, there's no distinguishing between the character. She's just awful, and I hate her. Um, but, yeah, that's Tell us it. how you really I, feel about it. <laughs> I, I am a misogynist. I'm the worst kind of human being. I hate women just because they are women. Masami can wow. tell you all about it.
4: <laughs> I don't know. You've been a gentleman just about any time we've been on. I don't know why you're trying to... Uh make light of yourself I I say penis a lot that's okay it's a, <laughs> it's a human male sex organ I've got a vagina whatever uh, oh, she said
1: it she said yeah. it
0: <laughs> <laughs> by the way that was great the Warframe pod, the first one that you were on <laughs> when we all said penis, uh-huh. penis to go out and you said boobs <laughs> yep <laughs> well, I still laugh at that <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So fine. Valerian, uh, n- not a bad movie yeah. in my opinion, uh, but Cara Delevingne needs to die, in real life too. <laughs> not gonna lie,
3: I really thought Rihanna did a good job. Yeah, Rih- I yeah. liked
0: her that.
4: Yeah, that she was cool. I, I was
0: surprised at how good of a job she did at that character. Is it was, it was really excellent, and that's another thing that is a callback to the Fifth Element because he had this uh, professional opera singer come on and do the, you know, the diva dance basically. And we got that back uh, with Rihanna, but I thought, yeah. Rihanna did an excellent job. Excellent. That was a fucking phenomenal performance. Phenomenal. I wish she yeah, was in the longer. Sh-
3: that That shape-shifting uh, burlesque routine was pretty mm. on point.
4: It was spicy. That
0: was good stuff. Um, okay, yeah, we can probably talk about Valerian for the next uh, two or three I days. mean, it's
3: just it's just a shame that the cast wasn't better
4: selected
0: <laughs> the dude, yeah the guy who played valerian i was gonna sort of avoid that because you know he, Yeah,
4: he's cringeworthy just cringeworthy yeah. i've
0: seen him in a lot of other stuff and he's been uh, he was actually in a movie with cara de um ages ago called oh fuck no that wasn't the name of the movie the name of the movie wasn't oh fuck um we assumed it, it was something else. Uh, it was back in the day, the tulip tulip fever, um, which was about uh, uh, actual historical events in Denmark back when, um, in the 1600s, 1500s, um, people were importing all these various flowers and pigments. Essentially, the, they wanted to import as many pigments as possible because Denmark was the place where you made the paint. And that is where paint went all over Europe for some of the, the Renaissance masters. Uh, actually, it was, it was after that. Okay, so it was 1700s. And uh, he was in there. He he played the the love interest alongside whoever the fuck uh, Magneto is married to now. And Cara Delevingne was in that movie, too. So that's the first time that I saw both of them. And when she was in that movie, I was like, Jesus Christ, what a bitch. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that. And then I watched a whole bunch of other movies that had her in it. And I was like, yeah, she's just a bitch. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the dude who played Valerian, um, he on the other hand has actually had some good characters. Like mm-hmm. he's actually a decent actor. He's had some roles where you know he sucked, uh, quite frankly. But he he wasn't he wasn't as bad. It, it was it was maybe as Omega says it was a bad casting choice for Valerian. But
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah, I don't think he was. Like, I don't think he's a bad actor. I agree with you that. I just don't think he was right for the role. Yeah. It just didn't feel right for me for some reason. Like, I just didn't believe the character. Like,
1: how? Yeah. Bruce Willis.
3: Bruce Willis. Like, I believe the character. Fifth Element. Like, I believe those characters. (laughs)
0: Well, just quickly, let's say in Fifth Element, you believe the character of Corbin Dallas because Bruce Willis is playing a guy who doesn't give a shit and really doesn't want to be bothered. And in real life, he's a guy who doesn't give a shit and really doesn't want to be bothered. <laughs> I am a meat popsicle. <laughs> I, I was
3: I, honestly looking back over Bruce Willis's career, like, I'm surprised he made a movie like that. Because of, he, he doesn't seem like a science fiction guy. No, he doesn't. Like, look yeah, at his arc of his career. That movie stands out unique to me, just in the type of, like, it's pretty absurd in a lot of ways, and he he usually does more serious action type movies.
0: It's true, yeah. So. It, it, uh, looking at it in retrospective, I I agree. It is kind of surprising that he was in a a sci-fi action movie, but he also did um, he did what Glass? What was the uh, the latest M Night Shyamalan series that where he plays like a superhero, a secret superhero in the in the normal world. Um, oh. I didn't there's, see that. there's that. Unbreakable? Stuff. Unbreakable. Yes, thank you.
4: You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That
0: was that was all right. But he's uh, yeah. He's Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. It's pretty it's pretty obvious uh, when he's playing a character and he doesn't give a fuck about that role. It really comes through in the performance. So, yeah, you know what? Uh, I got to do some work so they don't kick me out of sag and um also, I need money, because I got alimony for my bitch ex-wife <laughs> who's married to a guy who's half my age, so uh I'm doing this movie, but I'm I'm not happy about it, and uh you know what? Fuck you if you don't like that. <laughs> That's basically Bruce Willis, in a nutshell. Yeah. But goddamn, <laughs> when he's in a movie that he likes, he's really good. Alright, and the last thing, we should probably wrap this up, uh last thing is, um, The Roundtable. What Netflix show would you like to see created? Anything. If you could have any show that would come out on Netflix, what would it be about? Masami?
4: Oh, man. I was looking at your original question was, what game do you want to see Netflix make a series on? And I was going to say they already granted me my witch because they're coming out with the Witcher uh, series.
0: yeah, that's right. They have Superman as Geralt.
4: Yeah. I'll wait for that. I am I am the excite for that one.
0: I would put my big toe in that, man. Henry Cavill is a handsome human being. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. I, w- I was seriously pleased with most of the casting, so...
0: <laughs> There's nothing weird about that. There's about no kink-shaming in Gunslingers. Shaming and Gunslingers. <laughs> <laughs> I will
4: send you some rope. Oh, thank
0: you. I appreciate <laughs> it. You're welcome. <laughs> So so you've got The Witcher. Um, uh, You're lucky. Um, Omega, Omega. any any game, whatever, any Netflix show you want to see come out.
3: I mean, any Netflix show in general. Like, God, I wish they would bring back The Punisher.
1: I watched that.
3: Those two seasons are so fucking good. And that's when Disney decided to pull out of Netflix and pulled Marvel all Marvel out of Netflix because they were gearing up for Disney Plus. And that's what killed that Punisher show that was on Netflix. And it was so good. It was good. It was amazing. It'll come
0: back on Disney Plus with a PG rating. it. It'll peter out after another season. Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm just imagining. I'm so bitter. I'm just imagining all the ways that Disney could fuck up.
4: There's so many ways in so little time.
0: Right.
1: Uh, Linus. Uh, Diablo.
2: I think I'd like a Diablo series. Ooh, that could be fun. That would be good.
0: How would that work? Who would we yeah, I follow? Think,
2: I don't know. I mean, the storyline is is incredible and cinematics. I mean, after watching that, um, Diablo Four cinematic, I, uh, that's definitely something I would be like into as a show. It was so
3: cool. You know who would never let a Diablo 3 movie happen? Activision. Uh, Diablo fans. Diablo uh. fans. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how critical they would be of every single fucking decision they made about that movie. Who does it follow? <laughs> They're going to be furious about it. Uh, what character class are they? They're going to be furious about it. Like, what, what, yeah. Which God did they leave out? Which fight did they make look stupid? Like The fandom would, like, you've been on the Blizzard forums. That is so toxic.
2: It is. It's exceptionally
1: toxic. Yeah,
3: That that fandom is is pretty... They are assholes. Everybody is such an (laughs) asshole in that game's community. It's fucking true. They would tear it to shreds. Yeah. (laughs) Right now, Blizzard's on thin ice in a lot of ways, like, Mm -hmm. with uh, with the whole, like, uh, Diablo Annihilation bombing, with, uh, I mean, all the... Stuff going on with Hawkcock, like if they 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 can't afford to add something onto their uh, their plate that's just going to make fans hate them more.
0: I'm imagining yeah, tr- an entire YouTube review by the red shirt guy talking in his in his monotone voice, <laughs> talking like this about how some of the details in the new Diablo movie are incorrect, and we don't appreciate that they haven't been sticking to the story. i can um, totally see you're right omega i can totally see that happening we would
2: like to know uh if this is a a, an early april fool's joke
0: (laughs) (laughs) the only thing yeah that's the other thing all right so no doubt the blizzard community ever myself included i've i've been guilty of this we're very toxic um about not just diablo but also starcraft also warcraft everything across the board it is it's an appalling place For you to go. But when something comes out that is actually insulting or actually bad like Diablo Immortal, we get the funniest shit because that toxicity turns its focused into something that makes sense. Which is how how we get (laughs) I don't like anal sex. Do you guys not have assholes? (laughs) That's how we get that stuff. I laughed my ass off for days when I saw that at first. Yeah, that was the best. (laughs) I don't like anal.
4: Do you not have (laughs) asses? Always bring lube. Always bring lube. Oh wow, sorry. (sighs) fucking shit. (laughs) Y'all didn't tell me you had a rating system, so you you get the unfiltered.
0: I I I said cunt on a a, a podcast like last week or something. I and this week. And oh (laughs) shit, I said I said cunt again. Oh motherfucker, I said it again. Bad person. <laughs> and, and with that, let's bring the podcast to a close. Wait, you never said your one. Oh, my one. Um, I want the yes. fifth element back. <laughs> I, whole... I, I somehow
4: a... saw that coming. I want a whole the series.
0: Yeah, I want a whole series set in that universe that follows uh, Ian Holm and his uh, his man boy child uh, around as he he teaches him. That was the other thing we never really got into. Ian Holm playing a priest, and he's got this boy. That's around him. His manservant. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> like? I, I mean, I, I thought from the beginning.
0: I mean, know, Ian, Ian Holm yeah. needs love too. I mean, the guy. Yeah. So Aziz, I, I, I want that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it, it looked like his little submissive slave. Let's just be
1: honest.
0: Oh, oh that's true. It was in the beginning too. It, you had the old archaeologist with Aziz holding the uh, holding Aziz the mirror. Aziz lied. What do you think? Uh, you think Aziz was terrified? Because if he didn't, never mind. We shouldn't talk about <laughs> this on the podcast. It, I got, it, I got his we'll continue. We're we're going to do a post show. Um, we may or may not post that as well. So yeah, thank you, um, thank you everybody for uh, listening. That is all for this podcast. Gobi, uh, wherever you are, come back to television. We miss you. <laughs> Please go come back. So uh good night everyone and penis penis. Penis. Yeah. Boobs.